This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's Noor. And today, this is a long time coming because we had to schedule a lot. But it is my good friend, Brett of Bravo by Brett, but also one half of the new podcast called Top to Bottom Pod, Everything Top to Bottom. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I was I had reminded myself to like write it down and then I didn't. So that's why I cued it to you. But you know, you know what? what? You're not- even I'm learning the name because it's everything from top to bottom, mm-hmm. but you can't put that in it as username, right? No. Like that's so long. So we made it top to bottom pod. Everything yeah, is that's... top to bottom pod, top to bottom pod. All right. Top to bottom pod. Yes. Pod, a, a debut podcaster. Oh, you know what? And I said this to you in the beginning that what you do with this and how you're able to record all this and like have it submitted, sent out. Like as many times as you do it, crazy. It's insane. It is. But you know, I love it. I do. Like there is like a level of anxiety I, I get sometimes where I'm like, I need to fucking watch Salt Lake City. And I don't oh, talk for about sure. It. I feel that even just making content, I'm like, everyone already watched it. And now I have to make content and now I need to post it. And guess what? Uh, spoiler alert. Salt Lake's giving me the big old Vicky snooze. <laughs> okay, let's just let's get into Salt Lake City because first thing I want to ask you is were you abreast to the Jen Shaw sentencing information I had to be. last week? I had to be. I mean, everybody was on top of it. Like it was it, it's been a long time coming. I feel like it was supposed to be October, then it went to November, then December, then January 6th of all dates. You know? <laughs> Like, the irony of it is not lost on me at all. Yeah. And then, I mean, well, I'll just get to the punchline. Six and a half years, that's it? Mm-hmm. I need to start committing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> One thing I'm learning is that even the harshest, like, court in all of America is like, hmm, here you go. A vacation like, from your family. Six and a half years. And granted, I mean, that is a a substantial period of time, but for what she did, like she conned people out of thousands, millions Millions. of dollars out of these people who are old and, you know, senile. So, And some are dead, by the way. Even better. Some of those people are dead, (laughs) Brad. They're not suffering the ramifications of her, (laughs) you know, like- I just can't believe that no, the court – well, first off, were you reading – there was that guy that was like tweeting about every single thing oh, he was, yes. like, in the courtroom? Oh, God. I love that man. He – I don't even know how – I can't type that fast. I don't know how he was getting that stuff out. I, I'd have to process it and be like, hmm. The attorney for Jen Shaw, I would have fired. Ew. All the stuff that they were saying coming out of their mouths, I'm going, are you trying to defend her or get her more time? 
One of my favorite things was like when the attorney went on and on about the, the she comes to the land of Hawaii of Tongan culture with the elders, and now the elders that she has scammed, by the way, are teaching her a life lesson. What? The, the delusion yeah. has me believing it. Like I think another <laughs> thing that she had said was that like it, basically her mind she couldn't control it because of her mind. Like yes. almost trying to say that she was like, you know, mentally ill basically. And just like, she didn't know what she was doing because the world told her to do it. And that's her, her, her payment for existing. I'm going, yeah. you believe your own delusion. Like you really do believe this. Yeah. She says something like, you know, her going on the show was the last leg of her delusion because she thought she was like, you know, she was just. I think, I think the judge says something. She was like hungry for trinkets. <laughs> yes, that's the quote of the century. Hungry for trinkets. Aren't we all, babe? Aren't we all? <laughs> that's the name of this episode is hungry for trinkets. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with you. Six and a half years is not enough. And then they're like six and a half years. And then it's like five years or something afterwards of like of parole, essentially. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Whatever that like means. That. Whatever, like, whatever that means. Um, but she has to stay at home. I did see she owes like $6 million or something like that. Which seems like a low price. A low price. I mean, if Coach Saw is making a million dollars a year, roughly, he makes, I think they said he makes like $700,000 a year. Yeah. No, don't make that back in no time. No problem. Yeah. $6 million? That's it? That's and it. And you know what's going to happen? She's going to come back on Housewives. Well, did you see just this evening? She like it's she posted a picture on her Instagram that said dress rehearsals, see you soon. Dress yeah. rehearsals. With this weird, like like you're living in delusion. And I honestly think the Bravo fans that continue to support her, they they fall under that bucket. Are there are people supporters? that tweet Oh, there's people that tweet that like, see, she was innocent all along. And <gasps> I can't tell if that is just being facetious or if they really do believe that. It's alarming. Well, there are a lot of Teresa fans too. The worst thing you can ever do, ever <laughs> on Twitter, is disagree with Teresa Judice. Oh, I would never. I I wouldn't even speak ill. The tree well, huggers. Grant, yeah, go ahead. Granted, I would say I'm a partial tree hugger. Like if I had to put myself <laughs> on the scale of like a Melissa versus Teresa, I'm like sixty forty. Don't come I mean, for me, okay? Teresa, tree huggers, stay away. (laughs) I mean, I hate Melissa. Okay, that's no question. Can't stand Melissa Gorka. No, no, she's not in. So I think it's more, I'm not a tree hugger so much as I am a Teresa, I mean, a Melissa hater. Yes, and I think that should be um, cross-stitched on a pillow. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Okay, so this, this finale, what the hell was this? Was it 30 minutes? It was like shorter than short. I don't even know what I watched. I can't even tell you what I watched. Wait. No, it was halfway. It stopped in the middle and then we got the finale cards and then there was 30 more minutes of them in New York. Oh. Did you end it? You were like, finale cards, bye. (laughs) I I honestly didn't know. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) That's amazing. I thought it was over. I love that. I love you know that. I didn't want to watch it in the first place. No. I really, <laughs> you, I, you made me watch it because of you. 
and even then it's like it, the whole season has been a blur of nothing absolutely yes. nothing and i do not understand i have so many people i see on instagram and people that dm me all the time that say this is one of the greatest shows i'm loving it this season and i'm going what are you loving like don't tell me you love like the people like i don't know what anyone's doing I'm not going to lie. The first like four or five episodes, I was having a hoot because it was it was off the rocker. It was a clown car of nonsense. There was like a choir audition. There was jizz for jazz. There was like, you know, the lingerie party. There was a lot of like cuckoo banunu stuff happening that was making me laugh. But then once we got to San Diego, yes, I was like, what are we watching? It was like six episodes in fucking San Diego with like a friend of audition. Well, I don't. Well, first off, we should talk about that. We should talk about that. Whatever the, the choir rehearsal thing that was. I don't even know what that was. And then when they <laughs> went to San Diego, first off, really? San Diego? That's where we're going? Okay. <laughs> and then the Angies. I don't know who's who. I don't know who any of those extra people are. Okay. The, the Angie's K and H. I'm not gonna lie, Angie H. Here's the thing about the Harringtons. I actually want to if the show continues, I don't know how it does, but if the show continues, I want the Harringtons on the Harringtons on the show because they're the weirdest fucking people I've ever seen alive on television. Uh, I really just can't get they're 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 just they don't make sense to me. I feel like everything they say is cosplay of housewives. Like, yes, they are not real people. And like, let's even go back to the very beginning when he made the what was the name of the account? Like Shaw Rested or something. (laughs) Shaw Exposed. Shaw Exposed. I mean, this is how I know I'm not living in a real world because a grown man, probably in his 50s or late 40s, generously, is making an Instagram to be like a troll Instagram. Yeah. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Like I would expect that behavior maybe on Facebook, but Instagram? That's like when you know Instagram has gone to shit. Is like, when like is he, people in their 50s. What is he like I can't even believe he had the the wherewithal to know how to do that. And then the second part <laughs> is that he was was he posting consistently? Like, I- I'll hire him to run my Instagram at this point yeah. because <laughs> it's a lot of work to make content. And, like, if he's doing deep dive research into Shaw Exposed, like, I always think that Shaw Exposed followed me at one time. I don't even. <laughs> and I thought it was funny. I just thought it was like, oh, this is just a funny account. I am, like, nobody cares about this stuff. Like, if they really think, I mean, there are people that care about it. I shouldn't say it. Maybe it's just me. But, like, this isn't that serious. Like, it's only serious because it's, like, in national news at, like, Good Morning America. Because it's a crime. It's a federal crime that's been committed. But guess what? Nobody knows anything about Housewives. I can tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like Housewives still, like, when you tell – like, when I tell people – like, my husband is really sweet. He'll be like, oh, yeah, like, she has a podcast and it's really good. And it, it like, charts, you know, on – Apple podcasts or whatever. Yeah, they're it like, does. They're like, oh, what is it about? I'm like, shh, shh, don't, don't. I'm like, it's about reality TV. They're like, oh, you know like what? what? 
Like Netflix documentaries? Like, no. Do you want to have a laugh? <laughs> yes. Okay, so I am trying to use my platform slash newly acquired social media expertise to make some money, babe. Okay. Yeah, we got bills to pay. Okay. Yes, of course. So I reached out. There's this place that's coming up near me. Um, it's called Rumble Boxing. And they yeah. do okay, do you know them? Mm-hmm. It's like a workout in one of those things like Soul Cycle. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, what a great opportunity to like one, get some exercise, and two, use those social media skills. Yeah. So I like reached out anyway. Long story short, I met with the owner and he kept calling me Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Because my name is Bravo by Brett. So he was like, Bravo Brett. Bravo Brett. <laughs> First name Bravo, last name Brett. And you know what? I didn't correct him. I just said, yeah, Bravo Brett here. It's Bravo Brett. Because I've had conversations with other people that like, like you have, you, like your podcast is a great name because it does not like pigeonhole you in anything. <laughs> Granted, you talk about Real Housewives mostly, but yes. like you could, the, the reality is, what's the reality of the week? What are we <laughs> yeah. reality? You know, like yeah. it's yeah. a great name. You're not pigeonholing yourself in just Bravo. So I've talked to people who have like Bravo in their Instagram name and they're like, oh, I really want to branch out. I really want to like do more now because I feel like I'm just setting myself back. And I think about that too sometimes. Like, oh, I don't always want to post about Bravo. But now it's Bravo Brett. So <laughs> Bravo Brett can do whatever he wants. <laughs> I love the Bravo Brett collab oh, with Rumble Boxing. Can you imagine us posting together? <laughs> BB and RB. I'm going to use that. Don't think I'm not going to use that. X collab. Yes. RB, X BB. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think you got, you're sitting on a pot of gold, my friend. <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, this social media thing, once it gets me going, I'm going to be rich. <laughs> Run me um, my check. <laughs> uh, speaking of checks and money, there was this tra- trailer clip of Dana, yes. uh, Silver Silver Vixen Dana, screaming at Jen about, you better check your fucking books. Yeah. We never got it. Nope. We never got the fight. And honestly, I was I don't understand why Bravo does that or like like it was there a legal issue? Uh, yeah. I mean, at that point it's like that looked interesting and you're taking out the only interesting parts. I mean, I'm sick and tired of Meredith and Lisa. Yeah. Like yeah. she's not my friend. She's not my okay. friend. Okay. Okay, move yeah. on. Next. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, no, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so over Salt Lake. You get me so riled up. <laughs> One other thing that I thought was really funny, and this is from the first half of the episode that you did watch, was um when, when Lisa Barlow says she can't figure out like how scissoring works. Oh, like <laughs> Angie K. Andrew K is like, maybe they were Barbie scissor kicks. And I was like, why Barbie? Well, Barbie's probably like, why am I in this? <laughs> but she's like, she kept calling Barbie scissor kicks. And then Lisa Barlow was like, I just don't understand. I don't understand that visual. How does that even work? And I was like, Lisa Barlow doesn't know what scissoring is. You know but that what? also tracks. 
I need you to make a meme off of that or something. Like just Barbie being like, "Why no, why am I? Who said that?" Like just Barbie's going, "Who said that?" It's literally no. I don't. Well, Lisa again is supposed to be an active member supporting the LGBT community, and yeah. to me, to be an active member of the Ligabagata, <laughs> you need to understand some things on how things work. I mean, the bare bone basics, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody I mean, knows what scissoring is. Well, not to be graphic for this podcast. This is family friendly. You know, there are things that men do mm-hmm. as well that a lot of people seem to be surprised about in terms of behavior. And okay. I am always shocked to have to explain because there have been times when I've even been um, in a boardroom and we were talking about a product that was meant for fiber, Uh okay? And fiber is typically used by gay men to help Uh them with making sure that they have a regularity and cleanliness, right? Uh There is um, a brand out there, I guess I'll plug, it's called Pure for Men. They better be giving you the money. (laughs) No, I know. They really should at this point. Um, And I remember sitting in a room explaining the why that brand is important and why it is centered towards men. And it was the most uncomfortable conversation I've ever had in my entire life. Like they were like, well, why would, why would gay men need fiber that much? Like what are they doing that needs that much fiber? (laughs) And I had to keep gay men did. (laughs) Well, I don't think they understood, like t- to them and their little heads, it was like fiber is like to help with your digestive system and to help with, you know, so yeah, I don't think they, they connected the two that like you should be clean down there. Yeah. Not, I mean, uh, some people prefer it. Um, I believe it's more enjoyable if you are clean, clean down there. Okay. Um, so, you, know you learn. Yep. You know, so it's like. You don't. You've gone fifty years of your life not knowing anything about this. Like I don't expect them to know everything, but I mean, come on. Yeah. Can you put two and two together? Yeah, I'm shocked that they couldn't put two and two together. And it that just... is why I'm not shocked by Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, would you buy Heather's book? Oh, you know what? Fun fact about that one: I had it on pre-order when it <gasps> first was announced. Yep, okay. Yep, listen. 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 Okay. And because I was excited, I loved Heather. And then this season fell off the bandwagon. And guess what? Canceled that pre order. Were you one of the lucky few that got to be on an Instagram live with Heather Gay? When? Recently? No, like ever. Have you ever been on an Instagram live with Heather Gay? Or has Heather Gay ever made content for you? Like, what is your relationship with Heather Gay on? Like, for sure. I mean, I, I should send you the video. She made me a Valentine's Day shout out. That said, hi, I made a video for my friend, Bravo by Brett, and she answered all my questions in an interview because Bravo wouldn't approve me interviewing her, but they would approve her answering the questions. Interesting. So, yeah, this this is a thing about Heather that is so sad. I think Heather's nosedive equals the nosedive of this show and mm. the season. It's like mm. it's, it's the same because – I feel like she came in. Everybody loved her. I will say first season reunion, I was like, oh, this lady's whack. Um, yeah. Then season two, she continued to like just be really weird with her fights with Lisa Barlow. To be honest, I can't tell you what happened in season two. 
And then season this season, <laughs> we had this black eye nonsense. Oh. Um, Heather Heather has this party. Uh, it's a it's a book party with no book. How dreadful! And <laughs> she she just like reveals this this book cover. And Brett, didn't you feel like that's a picture like she just took and like post like like the her hair was like not nice in the picture. There was like flyaways oh, and stuff. It's definitely like uh, it, it, raw cut, raw cut. <laughs> yes. It was, it was, there was no finesse. There was nothing. And then she just had like a little party where everybody's saying very poorly, <laughs> like extremely poorly. Um, and we had this mid season um, weird place cards. And let me tell you what happened the second tell half me. of the episode. We go three months later. Jen is at her uh, whatever trial. It's July 2022. It's before she pleads guilty. We get a scene with Jen and her mom, and her mom is like, "You're you're innocent, right?" And Jen's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then, and then we go to New York, and uh, the only people who have shown up to support her are uh, Meredith and Heather. And he- Heather is ride or die, ride or die, ride or die, ride or die. Why do you think Meredith is so chummy with Jen? Do you have any theories about that? Um, that is an interesting question. I mean, <sighs> is it better to be friends with your enemies? I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know where she stands now. Uh, I, I mean, for me, it's unfathomable, even for Heather and Meredith. Like, why? Like, if my friend had committed a crime, right? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly at the time. <laughs> yes. Like... I feel like I would have, I mean, I would have been there to support them in the sense of like a Teresa case where it was like, well, you committed, you know, minor fraud. All right. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, that's not punishable by death. But Jen's morality and character is being questioned for her behavior for going after these people. So yeah. in that case, I would distance myself from that and be like, I can't support somebody who did that. And you're admitting to it guilty. You're admitting to it. The Ugh. more I learn about what Jen did, the more I equate her with like a mob boss. And I feel yeah. like they have, I feel like Heather and Meredith have told Jen too much. You know, the, there's a rumor. <laughs> this is oh, so ridiculous. <laughs> there's a rumor that, you know, when um there were all the, like season one, Jen came and was talking about Heather fucking some guy in New York or whatever. The yeah. whole thing was that that guy was also somebody that Jen had slept with. Okay. Um, and so there was that, but there's also this rumor that it's so ridiculous that Jen went down on Meredith. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> that was so old. I now it's remember so that. Silly. Now. It's so silly. But like, could that be I'm, the reason why Meredith is so forgiving to Jen Shaw? Because me, of <laughs> because of, you know, potential scissoring there? Potential scissoring. Maybe that's why Lisa's trying to clog her ears out. I don't know what that is. Um <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure I mean maybe there was some financial involvement mm. or I mean again maybe they're just maybe they were trying to make alliances for the show like I yeah. can't tell what's real with this show anyway like they might, I mean that's why I'm curious to see the reunion to figure out like 
what nothing's gonna get revealed. It's gonna be like a two part reunion. Like I don't know what they're Babe, gonna do. There's say. three parts. It, filled with what? The black eye again for three parts? <laughs> How do you get three part reunion with four cast members? Well, they have the under underlings that are gonna be popping up, the Angies and the <laughs> The Danas. You know what? Out of all the cast they could have cast, they had to pick somebody with the same name. And it's not even a common name. Do you know a lot of Angies? No. Okay. So everyone in Salt Lake is named Angie. And I don't even know. Is that it? I feel like there's yeah. a lot of Heathers too. There was No, it's just, it's it's crazy. That Lisa? 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 How many Lisas can we have? There's so many Lisas. Um, so what's also funny is in the second half of this episode, they have her like getting all the support from Meredith and Heather. And then they have post guilty plea. And you have Heather with a scene, and it ends on this. It's Heather at brunch with Lisa Barlow. Mm -hmm. And you got to leave it to these white women to, like, make (laughs) it about themselves because both of them are like, I am so overcome with grief. Like, (laughs) like, they're like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm so sad. I'm like, oh, so it's not actually about Jen, your friend, who's going to prison. It's about how sad you feel about your friend going to prison. I got it. Like, come on. Well, you um, know, the, the funniest yeah. thing about this season is when um, Lisa's, Lisa and Heather drove in that little squad car. Yeah. And Heather only got in the car because she knew Lisa wouldn't ask her any questions because yes. she would talk about herself. Yes. <laughs> that is so funny. You know, I feel like the well, that's Heather's biggest issue is Lisa Barlow. Like that's her biggest gripe on the show is Lisa Barlow, which is like the weirdest thing in the world. But um, Heather ends the episode with being like, you know, I think Jen is going to jail because her husband figured it out like that. There's no way of her getting out of this. And I think her husband was involved and she's taking one for the family and she's going to jail because of that. And it's weird because she knows that Jen did a bad thing. She knows that this is terrible. She takes a plea deal. And for some fucking reason, Heather Gay still brought this loser, Jen Shaw, to BravoCon. Yeah, that's another piece that is like, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, what is your tie to this person? Like, what chokehold? I'm a loyal friend. But at what point do you distance yourself or be like, like, also... I feel like if Jen was my friend, Jen would say, like, don't keep me around you. It's a bad look. Yeah. Like, like there has to be a give and take. Like they could they could totally talk to each other on the side and be secretive. The fact that Heather makes it so public and like it, it makes me not like her even more. It makes me confused. It makes and she can't even give a real reason why she supports her or anything. No, never. And yeah. it's disappointing. I think that's why I always go to I think Jen is like a mob boss. Like maybe Jen, Jen's killed people. Who knows? <laughs> Allegedly. I don't know. I'm just saying. Remember that designer that she went after? Was there a design? Oh, the girl, the guy like that she didn't pay money to. Coy or something. I forget his name. The, what a busy time the last three years have been with Salt Lake City. <laughs> like, because remember there was, that, there was that video that went around of her like abusing him verbally. And oh all my that God, stuff? you're right. Yes. That should, that should have been our tip off. That really should have been our tip off. <laughs> I mean, I was not like surprised at all when she, well, I was surprised when she got arrested because we were like, whoa, we didn't see that coming. But then once that happened, I was like, oh, this bitch did it. Like, I'm not, I'm not thinking that she's been wrongfully accused 
I knew the feds from the don't beginning. wrongfully accuse you, Mama. Yeah, not Sunday. Nope. Sydney, <laughs> S- S- Southern District of New York. No. What is it? Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> when Sunday comes for you. When Sydney comes for you at Beauty <laughs> Beauty Lab and Laser. Okay. It's- it's the new Megan, okay? Sydney. <laughs> Are we going to admit that Heather Gay has bad plastic surgery? Well, whatever they're doing to her, it's just too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. Too much. Like, but it makes sense. I mean, hell, if I had one of those studios, I'd go in every day and say, what do you want to do? I know. I guess I would also look like that ridiculous Instagram filter. You know the one. <laughs> yeah. <Hello> face. <laughs> <laughs> we could all look like Mia from Potomac. Oh, now that now since we are on this topic of Jen Shaw, did you see Mia post praying for you, girl? Yes, <laughs> I did. What are you praying for? <laughs> she committed. She said she's guilty. What are you praying for? <laughs> He's not going to die. <laughs> One thing about Mia, I've said this by the way three times in the last forty-eight hours or so. Here's One thing about Mia is. <laughs> She will make an ass out of herself. She just wants to be part of the narrative at all points, whether she looks bad or good. And it's <laughs> usually just, bad. Yeah, she just she tweeted yesterday or the day before, what do you call is there another word instead of homewrecker when somebody cheats okay, on their, <laughs> their their spouse but they're just unhappily married? I'm like, yeah, you're still a cheater. I think it's the cheater. <laughs> Yeah, you know, what are you she, asking? <laughs> I feel like she thinks when she tweets that no one sees it. Like at this point, <laughs> you know what? Maybe she, wasn't she? Maybe she was has she, her notifications turned off and like she doesn't know that people are responding. Can to see it. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't she one of those people that's like, I'm deleting Twitter. I don't want to be in this platform. <laughs> that's my favorite. When people, you do know, that. oh my god, I think Meredith did it too. Like. I've realized that this platform does not align with my behavior. And I'm like, bye. Yeah. I'm on Instagram. I barely post. I don't even make I don't even, I don't gotta make yeah. a notice about it. <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk doesn't care if you're not on Instagram, Meredith. No. He doesn't know who you are. He doesn't even know who his he, who his son, daughter. I don't even know what it is. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Whatever the <laughs> name of the child is. <laughs> Elon doesn't know where Elon is. Yeah. So and he never has. That. No, no. Um, well, uh, any other thoughts about, uh, Salt Lake City before we move on to Miami? No, close the books and get, get me to my favorite show on Bravo right now. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. And when we're back, we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Miami. And we're back. Okay. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Miami. Tell me why this is your favorite show. Tell me why. I mean, every single thing about this show makes me want to come back every single week. Makes me watch the episode multiple times. It's the cast, strong cast. Mm-hmm. They are all great additions. I know there are a lot of Julia haters. I love Julia. I love Julia. Uh, um, okay, good. I love the wealth, okay? Mm-hmm. I love the money. I love the fashion. I love the looks. I love the effortlessness of them. And mm-hmm. I also love how they're boss women and they yeah. support each other in different ways. Like, you know, they can be catty. It's like classic housewives you love. Cattiness, but at the end of the day, they're all friends and they all support her. And luckily, slash not luckily for Lisa, um, like this 
plot, you know, this storyline of her and Lenny, obviously disgusting behavior, but great for us because we are really seeing the women come for Lisa, um, protect her, stand up for her. Like that's the kind of content that I want to see. I want to see the cattiness around, um, What's her name? Oh my God, Alexia's uh, Bulgari watch. Bulgari watch. Okay, her little snake watch. And I want to hear um, Adriana be like, "Oh, but I paid for mine." You know, I yeah. want the cattiness of that. To me, who cares? You're wearing a fifty thousand dollar watch on your wrist. I'll never see in my life. Okay. Yeah. Please yeah. make fun of that. Yes, do it. Do it. Um, but. As like, and it just makes it exciting to watch, and it's fun, and it's light, but it's very serious at the same time. Like the mm-hmm. drama that we're seeing with Lisa right now, and Lenny, um, no one's shocked, but it's like shocking that they're able to have all this on camera and have it for us. Like that yeah. is crazy. Yeah, and it's beautifully shot. Like the cinematography. <laughs> for I think it's. Is I think it's because of Peacock. I really peacock. do. Where's our Peacock sponsorship? Okay. Hello, Peacock. Listen, Hello, Peacock. I love yeah. your the visuals that you're giving me. <laughs> Peacock. Yeah, we need to get Cock X collaboration yes. BB. Oh, I'm I you know what the best thing? I don't I don't even use my own Peacock. I I I bum off a friend. Um and I like somehow convinced her to upgrade it to premium so we have no commercials. Yeah. It's so good. Best thing. Do you have no commercials? I don't. So here's the thing. I don't have no commercials, but here's what I do. I have like I have the like cheapest, but even with no with commercials, their commercials are not more than sixty seconds long, which is amazing. I, so I used to watch on Hulu, yeah, which is our primary television provider, right? That's gone, gone. Yeah, no, I just don't give a shit. Like after <laughs> I think the NFL is done, because that's the only reason we have it, so my husband can watch the Sunday Ticket, whatever, 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 and not important to me, but. I don't even watch shows on Hulu anymore because Hulu has Brett. They Nothing. have four minute long breaks between <gasps> even even if you pay for no commercials. Hulu's like little asterisk, like some shows may still have commercials. Four minute long commercials. So I say fuck it. I don't even watch it on that anymore. I go directly to Peacock the day after a show airs. I have my morning coffee and I catch up on my shows that way. Save this clip. Post it, tag Peacock, okay? You'll be the voice of Peacock going forward because they're going to be like, this girl is a dedicated follower and deserves at least a free month, okay? <laughs> One free month. That's well, $5. We can't, get, we can't get greedy. Can't get greedy now. Come on. You just $5. posted $5. one clip, okay? I'll post once a week if you want me to. You're All right, these people. Brad. I mean, all these people out here, I'm, I'm here for a check. They want to give me a check? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yes, I think it is the cinematography on Peacock. Like Peacock shows are just gorgeous. Like this Miami show is just so pretty. It's just so nice to watch. Like even when they're fighting, I'm just like, God damn it. You guys are so beautiful. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're just smiling at, at disbelief. Yes. Yeah. She's stupid. Yeah, she is. <laughs> okay. I love Julia. I'm so glad you started <sighs> with um, that. There is something so delightful about Julia being on a cast with a bunch of women like Larsa and Alexia. Like yes. 
there's just something so cute about her, like, because you have Larsa, who is like, there's not a single original piece of her original face or body on her anymore. That butt's not real? You tell me that butt's not real? (laughs) It's ridiculous. And then you have Julia, who says this episode, this is why I don't get Botox. Yeah. (laughs) What? What she means is Botox while Adriana is getting her non-surgical Brazilian butt lift. But I just, I love her. She smears raspberries and cucumbers on her face before a party so that her face looks lifted. Like, she's adorable. I don't know why anybody wouldn't like Julia. I milk goats. Yeah. I milk goats. I just think she adds, and a lot of people disagree with me, but whatever. Um, I just think she adds just like that break that we need like all these women are like decked out in chanel and gucci and fucci and poochie and they love their fancy cars and i love to see that stuff don't get me wrong i love the rich and the famous i hope you have that i want to see it okay Mm -hmm. i want you to get on the private plane your husband bought okay yes but i love the break in it that like she is so rich too um but then at the same time has this like humbleness about her that i feel does humble out the group whether or not she meshes with the group all the time or she's confused, she just disrupts the conversation and makes me kind of like question things too, rather than going along because we're not watching the lives of the super rich and famous. We're watching a group of women. And that to me, it just balances it out just a little bit. And arguably Julia is her, her family, right? Julia and her wife, her wife is the most famous person on the show. Oh, for sure. Granted, did not know who she was before, but now I do. (laughs) Okay, well, you know what? That's fine. You live and you learn. That's okay. The more you know, I understand. The only person I know that plays tennis is Serena Williams. Okay, that's fine. You're a young person. And Venus, okay? I don't think Martina was playing when you were born. So I think that it's fair that you don't know who she is. I appreciate that. I, yeah. I do. But I've learned about her. I've, she was a Jeopardy question. I got it right. Oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So like arguably you would say that she's probably the most famous. And I would think Martina Navratilova is pretty fucking rich. So I think – it's I agree with you completely. I love the breaks. I love when they're like doing the interstitial stuff, like everybody at home, right? So you have like, I don't know, Larsa sending pictures of her feet. And then you have like, you know, Nicole like playing house in her gigantic house with her kid. And then you have like Lisa with her kids in their like palatial mansion. And then you cut to like Julia and she's like gently stroking her chicken to like see if she can check to see if it has eggs right she's like oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry chicken like i just I love, love that who's not to, what what's not to love about julia seriously i mean but people don't they find her boring they think she's annoying whatever no that's rude you all say that and then she'll leave and then you'll ask for her back just you wait yeah yeah um now let's talk about lisa's divorce right uh (laughs) like you said not shocking so delicious to watch what it is shocking is how does a man like lenny get not one but another beautiful companion on his arm money yeah (laughs) what is money (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean here's the thing i mean uh, it's the same thing. I look at Lisa, like looking at Lisa and him beforehand, like even when they were first on the show, like yeah. they, it wasn't, it's an odd couple. Like you can tell that like he, like 
she provides like he he made her the perfect wife and he gives him the perfect life like yeah that's i feel like that's what they had and you know <clears throat> i don't know the relationship obviously i only can you know talk about what i see but a part of me feels that like in those relationships when you are like the tom and erica situations like you know you're beautiful and then i mean lenny isn't that bad looking you know, uh, no, La- maybe you feel that way because he got some new work done this season. But as Tom Hamlet said, I think last season when he was on this podcast, it was that he looks like an um, an orc from uh, Lord of the Rings. Well, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's an extremely attractive man. <laughs> I do think it's a like a, a, if you had to pick an old man to sleep with, you know, he, he's OK. You know? Okay, let's well let's play this game. All right, okay. we've got a couple what's of plastic the, what's the scale? surgeons. All right, okay. we've got a couple of plastic surgeons that we've had to become unfortunately get to know on Bravo. Yes. plastic surgeon husbands. Right, we've got um, Doctor Dubrow. Yes, we've got Lenny. We've yes. got Doctor Aiden. We've got yes, Nassif. Um, Nassif. That's four right there. Let's yes. just go with those four. All unattractive people. <laughs> yeah, you you know what? Okay, all out of all four of them, you had to just pick one to be your sugar daddy uh for the rest of your life that you have to have a family with and potentially be cheated on by him because that's always well, there. Oh, uh, that is such a hard question. This is it, make this a poll on Instagram because I don't have an answer. <laughs> You know I, what, Brett? I hope somebody who runs an Instagram account is listening because there's so much good content ideas that we just talked about on this episode. Like, you don't think I'm going to go back? <laughs> <laughs> I got work to do. Daddy needs money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cash me that check. Um, <laughs> take a shot every time I say that. Um, I guess uh, I'm, I, whatever I say is wrong anyway. Okay, um fine. I think a part of me wants uh, Bill yeah, as number one. A part of me wants Bill just because I feel like he would be the nicest, even mm-hmm. though he did have the scandal and the affair. Mm-hmm. I do find him to be a, a nicest out of that group. Um, the next, as much as I would, I would hate to marry Squidward, I am going to have to go with Terry Dubrow. Mm-hmm. Um, then Paul and then Lenny. You know what? Same. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 The only thing I don't like about uh, Terry Dubrow is that he just talks too much. He just grosses me out. His face always distorts me every time I look at him. I mean, <laughs> it is a tough battle between Paul and um, what's Terry. I just forgot his name? Terry. Terry. Yeah. Um, but I, but see, here's my thing. I know I could push Terry around just like Heather does and make him do yes. what I want. Right. Yes. Paul is an egotistic man yes. who lives in his fantasy world of himself. Yes. I don't want to be with that. Yeah. Paul is basically Lenny. For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, th- there's definitely similarities. I think I would pick Bill because um, of just the very few words that that man says. At the best. That's all you need. The best. Yeah. Honestly, just be quiet. I and say run this. me that check. Be quiet. I say this, but hilariously, my biggest gripe with my husband is that he's a man of very few words, and I wish that he would talk more. 
Well, well, tell him he can keep his no words policy if he starts making bill aided money. Okay, that's true. Write me that check. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you can be as quiet as you want. Get men working for you. That's my my motto for twenty (laughs) twenty three. Exactly. Okay. Um, What do you think about Alexia? I like Alexia. I love her relationship with her son Frankie. I think it's the sweetest thing. I love watching them, especially on this most recent episode, just them hanging out with each other and his love for his mom. It's just the sweetest thing to watch. Um, I know this season a lot of people view Alexia to be in her delusional state and like the real Alexia is coming out. Perfect. Great. Great. (laughs) Love that. Don't change. Exactly. Alexia is Cuban Teresa. Yeah. She needs to be over the top. I love that yes. comparison too. Yeah. She needs to be over the top. She needs to be delusional. She needs to live in this fantasy world and be the power head. That is her role. That is her job. If you hate it, great. But don't get rid of her. <laughs> um, yeah. She is doing her job and getting what we need. Yes, exactly. Uh, Larsa is... Larsa. Larsa's, Larsa's hilarious to me because she's always like, what? I don't have a problem with anybody. Whatever. Whatever. No big deal. And then every episode she ends with like a jab at someone, you know, like the first episode she was like, and I heard you rent your house out to pay your mortgage. And then like the <laughs> next episode she was like, I heard Julia made out with a guy. I swear to God, I saw somebody. I t- they took a picture. And then this episode she's like, yeah, and I heard you slept with everybody in the hospital. Swear to God. <laughs> swear to God. That's what I heard. <laughs> like- <laughs> In her like little like soft voice that she does, yes. like her Larsa voice, and it's I it's another one of those things where I'm like you're a fucking monster, but I'm gonna keep it. We'll keep. I'm it gonna on. keep it. Yeah, I think she was the biggest surprise for a lot of people because her coming back on, I think the perception was that would she would just be like a Kim Kardashian dupe. Yeah, um, and she would just like be herself and it would be boring and not interesting. But she really is running the running the gambit with that one because she's <laughs> stirring the pot. She's funny. Her confessionals are funny. Yeah. She is still living this wonderful life. Um, I'm glad it's focused less on her family and more on her this season. Yeah. Not that I don't care about her kids, but I don't care about Scotty. But Pippen I don't care about her kids. Stuff. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Not that I don't care about her kids, except that I don't care about her kids. (laughs) I'm also glad that we're like over the OnlyFans conversation. I feel like that is something they could have drawn into season two if they didn't have enough content with Lenny and stuff. And we would have heard about it again. And I'm like so overhearing about the OnlyFans thing. Like, like, just make little jabs at her for making, posing her duck lips and her big butt. Like, those can stay. But, you know, and then this collar company that she's working with, you know, Hilo, Halo. Yes. Everything is like, it, I mean, you want to talk about collabs, mama. Like, <laughs> talk about getting a check. <laughs> you want to talk about checking, getting a check. This lady has used every single event to shell one of her goods. And I need to do it too for a check. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, we always see um, Alexia filming at her nail salon in Miami. Yeah. Like, I mean, Housewives has become a platform to sell your, you know, whatever, you Wears. know? Yeah. Right. And I, at least she's not hiding it. I mean, we. <laughs> this event is about me making money, y'all. Come on. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, a dog peeing on a Birkin can't get any better than that. <laughs> a goat? Showing up at a dog party? Can't get any better than that. 
<laughs> you just can't write this stuff, which is what I love, which is why I forget who posted it. Um, you know what? I should start an account call. I forget who posted that. Um, <laughs> Where you just share other people's content and you don't tag them. <laughs> Wait, that's fucking brilliant. I'm a genius. <laughs> Someone's going to steal it now. Should I go and take the handle before somebody else does? Do it immediately after we finish this recording. <laughs> I'm doing it as we speak. Um, oh, wait, what, like I forget who posted it, but it was a <laughs> it was a ranking. It was a ranking of like like top Bravo shows right now. It was like number one Miami, um, number two Potomac, um, number three. Um, trailer for Miami and then it said Salt Lake City <laughs> and then it said like below Salt Lake City is like the previous week of Miami. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's so, so good. good. So good. Um you know who Lars is dating now, right? Who? <laughs> She's dating Michael Jordan's son. Oh, I did see rumors about that. So it's official that they're dating? Well, it's not official that they're dating. She said that they were just friends, but there's been multiple pictures of them kissing. I swear to God, Larsa, I saw you kissing Michael Jordan's son. I swear to God. Yeah. She loves an MJ. She loves an MJ. I mean, so that's gross because, (laughs) I mean, Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan were, you know, uh, teammates. So Larsa, like I was talking to my brother about this. Um, and he said, like, for the guy, it's probably so like cool because I'm sure as when he was a kid, he saw his like dad's coworker's wife, who was like this hot woman and he probably had a crush on her. And so for him now to be able to like, fuck that lady is kind of amazing. <gasps> right. But for Larsa, that's disgusting. That's your I mean, husband. It's your ex-husband's coworker's son that you saw growing up. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it, it's like Lisa and scissoring. I don't get it. I, <laughs> I don't understand the don't attraction understand. to youth. Like, I don't get it. Well, people always bully me all the time because I am 26 and I will go on dates with guys who are 20 and 21. Okay, that's and fine. No, well, thank you. I appreciate your support. Yeah. But people say like, ugh, you're, it's so gross for you to go so low. I mean, I don't date teenagers. What are you talking about? Yeah, um, and you're talking about five, six-year age difference. You're not talking yeah. about, like, it's different if you're 26 and then you go on a date with somebody who's 20 that you've, like, I don't know, used to babysit. Like, that's gross. You know what I mean? That is just, like, the inception of it. Like, I know people, or I don't know people, but I know teachers, like, I went to high school with, uh, that were teachers at my high school that, like, have gone on dates with, like, students. Yes, yeah, and that's like a that's like a thing in I feel like schools and it's disgusting. Like it's just weird. Like once they graduate and they turn 18, yeah, they're on their own, but I would never go back to my high school to date my teacher. So gross. So gross. Ugh, well, well that's what Larsa's doing. She's, <laughs> she's dating she's dating this little boy that she knew who's now a grown man. And you know what the thing is? If it was the other way around, I think that there would be a lot more hoopla about it because of the optics of that. But I hope that they grill her about that at the, on the reunion. I can't wait. I mean, I'm, I want Miami to never end. I want 25 episodes. I want a five-part reunion. I don't even care, okay? I want them to just continue to be on my screen for as long as they give me. Yeah. 
You know what? Also, Miami is reminding me of like early seasons, Beverly Hills. Oh, very much so. Like we were getting the glitz and glam, but also like the dark sides of like what's going on in Camille's marriage or like yeah. the episode, the the episodes when um, Maloof, Adrian Maloof and Paul Nassif decided to get a divorce and then everybody like gathered for them and like was so supportive and all that stuff. That's and that's a lawsuit. Shit. And that's a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Why do you think that Larsa is making digs at Nicole when she keeps mentioning Nicole's high uh, ex husband who was just a high school teacher? I mean, I think people have to come for her, Doctor Nicole. We should say, yeah, yeah, because she. I mean, talk about the the embodiment of like perfection. Yeah, she is an anesthesiologist. Okay, she is married to this man who has Boku dollars. Yeah. Okay. She lives a life of pure, immaculate bliss. Okay. Yeah. Bitch. Okay. Like, <laughs> and she like, likes what she does for a living and works. Yeah. Why, why would you work? Why would you work? I wouldn't. I know. <laughs> I know, but she loves it. She loves her job. She wants like, to be independent. I'm going to do a 24 hour shift. What? You're yeah, rich. I know. I know. Isn't that hilarious? It's just like, I'm just going to do a 24. Like, okay, listen, I get that you like want, she probably needs to work to like keep her like medical license or whatever. Right. But For like, sure. but like then I would just do like two hours a week. Like whatever the uh, max is for the week yeah. to keep your medical license. But to, a 24 hour shift, throw me off a bridge. No. Why would you, why would you do that to yourself? You don't need to, you don't need to make your life more complicated. But, but she loves you it. Lo- I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they get like a tax write off or something. I don't know. <laughs> they get a fifty. 50- this is so funny. You and I are genuinely wondering why anybody would work for money. <laughs> We're like, why would you ever do that? Well, why would you work for money when you don't need it? Like that's yeah. the real question. Yeah. yeah like yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, and it's not even a jo- like. It's a high paying job. An anesthesiologist yeah. can make half yeah. a million dollars a year. Yeah. So like. That's, you know, that's not chump change for the average person. My question is, if the husband's pulling in millions a year, like, why are you, why are you still working, girl? Mm. Well, speaking of the husband, I feel like that's another one that's like, that's a house of cards waiting to fall. You know what? I hate to say it. I hate to say it too. I hate to say it too, (laughs) because I like their relationship, but I think because of the question always in the air around like, were they ever going to get married? And now they're getting married. And then, you know, there's maybe there's something in the back of her head that she needs money or something and she's funneling it. She's smart. She's a smart girl. I wouldn't doubt her. Listen, he's an attorney and I know that attorneys make money, but do attorneys make like private jets and private boats and like millions of dollars in cars money? I don't think so. Like what kind of attorney are you? The only other attorney I've ever seen on TV that made that kind of money allegedly was fucking – Girardi, <laughs> Judge Judy, no, <laughs> um, yeah, and no, look where we it, are with that. It so. is giving very much Girardi keys. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe that's season three. Maybe, maybe. Any FBI, other are you about- listening? <laughs> um, you know what? I feel like I hope Peacock is listening. At least number one for the one month that I get free. <gasps> yes, but number two also uh, to just. Um, hear all the storylines that we are interested in talk about larsa's new boyfriend figure out what's going on with nicole's husband etc etc 
Let's start Any other thoughts about Miami? Um, I think lastly, I will just wrap it up with the person I am not interested in seeing on the show more. How about some drama before we sign oh off? Oh, God, who? Kiki. Oh, my God, no, I love Kiki. Yeah, I know. It's a Why very controversial like opinion. It's a very controversial opinion. She stormed opinion. off with a Burger King bag, Brett. Why wouldn't you want to see more of that? What's wrong with you? I just find her to be boring and just like not a team player. I know. Well, oh my God. No way. She's the only person that showed up for Adriana's weirdo dance practice, which was just like three moves. They did step, 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 circle hips, head up and down, step, step, step. She also threatened to file a lawsuit if she was in a video. (laughs) Yes, because Adriana was being a fucking bitch to her. I just like, it's just not for me. And you know who's getting my nerves too? Oh. Gertie. Oh my God, Gertie? Mm-hmm. Why? I she love Gertie. Ha- she spent half an episode telling us how busy her life is. I'm on the phone, honey. Can you do this? I'm on the phone. I can <laughs> listen, you do this? Listen, if that means that we get to watch her hot ass fireman husband rub <sighs> suntan lotion on her legs, she could be as busy as she wants to be. You know what? He's just not my cup of tea either. Oh my God, Brett. Well, you know what? This needs to be the end of this episode. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I, well, it always triggers people, I know, because and here's the thing I don't think they should be kicked off the show. That's not what I'm saying either. Mm-hmm. Just saying on the cast, I don't enjoy them the most. Okay, fine. They can um, stay. Shantae, you stay. Shantae, you stay. I think um, Marisol's alcohol shtick is like, it's enough. They really like, edited her. I'm like, an alcoholic. Uh, uh, I'm like, okay. I don't, I don't usually give the defense to production, but they really did edit her to make her seem like a like if she kept saying that over and over and over again, like they really got it out of her. I'm sure she said all of it, you know, because it's obviously a clip, but the way it's edited together makes it seem like she has to have a cocky every five seconds. No, I think she really does. She's all she talks about is drinking and being drunk and I'm, I'm like I'm like, well, it's alarming, Marisol. But also, I think Marisol's like 75 pounds. So, like, what <laughs> equates making her drunk? Uh, Andy, question from Nor. <laughs> <laughs> How what many is drink- Marisol? <laughs> <laughs> what is Marisol's limit with alcohol? Yes. Like, I also want somebody to open up those quote-unquote cocky, like, containers she has and actually take a sip because I'm starting to think there's no alcohol in there. Like, she's, she talks about it so much that I'm like, what is that, Gatorade? <laughs> she says, uh, I, I made a stiffy for my cocky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's so stupid. <laughs> All right. Well, Brett, this is great. Uh, can you tell everybody where they can uh, – they should know where to find you because you mentioned your, your Bravo by Brett. But also tell them about your podcast. Oh my gosh, I would love to. So, like Nor said, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Bravo by Brett. That's where all the Bravo content is and self content too at this point. It's all about me, 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 me. Yeah. And then I started a podcast literally like last week um, with my friend Thomas, and it's called Everything from Top to Bottom. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Everything from, oh, what is it? No. <laughs> It's It's top to bottom bottom pod. pod. Thank you. (laughs) As you can see, I am a professional at this. Um, (laughs) Make sure you're following because the podcast is really about our trials and tribulations, just navigating the queer community and space and relationships and dating and friendships 
and discovery of self. You know, we're two, you know, 20-ish year old people who are trying to understand how the world works and functions just like everybody else. And we've had different experiences and we're always willing to learn more. So that's kind of how we're, we've approached the podcast. That's kind of what we engage in conversation around. Um, they're extremely open and honest. So, you know, we keep make it a safe space for any type of commentary. You know, I think it doesn't matter where you are from a point in your life, you know, you're always learning different things and experiencing in different ways. So it's kind of nice when you have somebody who you really trust to have those conversations with. And that's why oh, we started it. Brett, that's beautiful. <laughs> what did you And that? sing. It's, okay. What did you <laughs> Yeah, but we're not going to forget the fact that you said Gertie and Kiki are your least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. If you follow me, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call it earlier? Ligbatik? Ligbatik. <laughs> Exclusively for the Ligabata cute. Well, we, we leave we leave it open. We leave it open. Okay. You know, there are a lot of people that come in that are S T R eight, and they. <laughs> I saw I saw a TikTok that said like there's women who are straight women who are who love to look at lesbian TikTok. But they yes. are still attracted to men. And this woman said, the best way I can describe my sexual orientation is resentfully heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Add that to the alphabet library. <laughs> R for resentful. Resentful um, <laughs> heterosexual, please. All are welcome. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have friends that they're married and they have um, mm-hmm. kids and a husband and they listen to it and they're like, oh my God, I never knew you experienced things that way. Or like, I never knew you went through the, because <clears throat> one of the perspectives that we do give is that like, so we're both guys, we both date men and we're also friends with men. So sometimes it can be challenging when you're attracted to the same sex and navigating a friendship that one doesn't turn into a sexual relationship or if that's what you want or not want Mm -hmm. um it just becomes a little challenging to figure out and try to you know navigate a friendship developing your feelings um dating not understanding how things always work like lisa says scissoring you know (laughs) they don't always teach that in school okay I, i had a lot of i had a lot of questions too when i was navigating in that space and there, you know, there one-off questions that you might think about. They're like, "Oh, do I need to bring this? Do I need that? Wait, what do I do with this when this happens?" Like, I've had some crazy stuff happen to me, and it's nice when you could like not feel shameful and talk to a friend about it, you know, or and not go yeah. on Reddit and be like, "Anybody experiencing this?" And then you <laughs> yeah. get all these comments, you know, and you're like, "Okay, great," you know, you look for a reassurance elsewhere. So it's nice when you can confide in somebody. Um, who maybe has experienced the same thing or has been curious about things as well. Like yeah. I think everybody should have a person in their life that they can truly talk open and honestly. It doesn't have to be a spouse. doesn't have to be a parent. doesn't have to be a friend. Doesn't Just somebody. Kyle Richards. Nope. <laughs> um, what is that? Kimo Sabe. doesn't have to be Kimo Sabe. It doesn't have to be Kimo Sabe. But. I mean, that's the podcast. It's we're navigating it every week too. Like we have an intention to go in it. Um, and you know, we're trying to make sure that, you know, one day maybe we'll have guests, you know, what maybe one day, you know, we'll do something live. You know, it's like we have a lot of hopes and dreams for it. Um, but for right now, we're kind of just having fun and that's like awesome. you. 
you do it you do this you do this for fun you like doing it you know I and do. talking to people and recording and look I at do. you star chart ranking okay well that's the end of this <laughs> yep thank you brett for being here thank you everybody for listening i'll be back later to talk about all the things that i talk about say bye bye